0: To another episode of O Faces, this is your host, Mister Mocha. I'm on with my man Dimitri from, you know, that nice velvety curtain. Uh, tonight we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's been a minute since we got together and just have a talk. You know, from the perspective of the fellas, uh, we got some couple good topics today. The first topic is uh, communication, and uh, we're talking about communication between. The bull and the couples, the couples and the bulls, the couples and the husband, you know, we uh, are trying to make sure that we we cover a whole lot. And then we have another good topic. And, uh, you know, Demetri had told me to go easy how I phrase this. So uh, one of the fellas. Had a comment about having sex with. With one of the le- with with women, and you find that it's not as exciting as you would want it to be. So, you know, without without further ado, Dimitri welcome. You there, D?
1: Just one second.
0: All right. And if you, I know we going to have a few people getting some requests. We're going to get everybody in in a second. <clears throat> First thing I want to do is let Dimitri get on and get comfortable. And then um, we'll start fielding some questions and comments. Now, before we get started, once I let you guys in, make sure when you're not talking, you mute your mics. Um, that way you're not listening to everybody breathe or you know cook in the background or you know the porn that you watch in the back or whatever it is. So, D, I'm gonna have okay. to let you let you start this start to get this thing going.
1: <laughs> okay, bear with me again because, like I said, my uh, Bluetooth keep going out. But I had a uh, can you hear me well?
0: Yeah, you good? You sound good.
1: Okay, I had a, so a brief conversion with one of our fellow bulls and uh he brought the subject up to me. And I was like, you know, that's great. That's cool, but I don't want it to come out too disrespectful. And I said, you know, how about we put it to where it's communication and miscommunication that's leading to bad sex instead of just safe game is trash. Because as you and I discuss it, prior and earlier in our multiple discussions, a bull plays a big responsibility in that dynamic as well because it's two people engaging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you can't pretty much <laughs> judge your, your playmate and don't include yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I was super big on, okay, take the blame for it as well.
0: So, just to to kinda to, to kinda open it up, I know when we first the 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 comment that was that we what we spoke about earlier was, you know, have you ever been with a woman and you just feel like the sex is bad and what makes it bad? You know, um I know I can say I can say that I've been with women who I feel like the sex is not Remarkable. Um, it's not something that that I say to myself. Oh man, I want to want to get back to her. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I. It's easier for me to think of women who I've had sex with. That it's like, oh man, I want to do that again, than it is for me to 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 say like you just got to think how many sexual partners in the lifestyle have you forgotten about playing with, you know? (laughs) So, but then you, you look back and go, man, there were a lot of, you can name that, the, that small group of women who you're like, Holy shit, that was a good time. You know? And the question is, why is that? You, you would think it'd be the communication, right? I don't know. I mean, I think, so I think sexual community, I think communication plays a role in it. Um, To me, I think there's a lot of different aspects that lead to good sex. And seeing as how, now, so let's, let me separate first. When I think about communication, a lot of the challenges that we have with communication and lifestyle, I think that that, Is, you know, we have those communications with, you know, couples and, you know, wives or husbands when you're talking to them trying to get the thing going. But the actual sex itself, I think that one of the things that I found that's made sex unremarkable is that you have I've met I've encountered a lot of women in lifestyle who when they first meet you, it's a lifestyle. So oftentimes you're at a party or you're somewhere and sex is not something that you've cultivated over six, seven months is, Hey, we're at a party, let's have sex. And you still have partners you still have a lot of women who are really concerned with going all out. They don't want you to think that they're a slut. And it's like, you know, that's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm, I'm looking for someone, a woman to get in bed with me and try to be as sexually impressive as, to me as I'm trying to be with her. But I do feel like a lot of women are concerned with how they're going to look if they get in the bed and go wild, you know, and in this, in this lifestyle and in this environment, unfortunately, that's counterproductive because I've spoken to a lot, a lot of women who are like, you know, for some reason, you know, it's so hard for me, you know, I'll play with a guy and then he doesn't necessarily want to play with me again. And I've had women who I've played with and who confide in me say that, and it's hard to say. Well, you know, I, it's it's nice that I got a nut, but when you get in, when when you get into bed with me, I'm trying to I'm trying to fuck like a porn star. I mean, and you just, I mean, think about that. Think about, I mean, the conversations that we've had, you know, between ourselves. You know, I have a running joke with Bishop, who's on about how he fucks when we're at splash or we're at any event we have a running joke like look man don't don't go in and do that bullshit because now i gotta come and fuck after you like that's how we talk when me and you talk (laughs) think about remember last splash when i was i had a woman come to me and say hey can you recommend guys for me to play with i told her about you i told her about bishop and i told her about a couple of the other fellas because the problem is I don't want to be put in a situation where I set her up with some guy who's sexually unremarkable. Yet a lot of the females who I've played with. They come into the bedroom worried about. Worried about, oh, my God, I don't want to go in too hard. I don't want to be too sexually impressive. And I'm i not not impressive. I don't want to be a slut. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's not what I'm thinking.
1: We want to be
0: one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need you to go wild in here.
1: <laughs> you know, you're right. I mean, uh, I have this ongoing joke about Bishop as well. I said man, that brother fuck like he could be in the crash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm about to
0: brother out of Yeah, that is so true. <laughs>
1: Yeah, everybody, they keep forgetting like that good guy, even she got going on. <laughs> yeah, Put them behind closed doors. Hell, you don't need them behind closed doors. That yeah. brother's going to come in and, crash. <laughs> and, and
0: And that's, I think, I think with women in a lifestyle, if that's the attitude they have when they come to you, when they come into the bedroom and they're trying to give you as much energy as they possibly can, you know, Fuck me like a porn star. Because when you see a guy at a party or someone you've been talking to on the website, you form a mental image of what the sex is going to be. And if I show up and you've had this conversation with me, and then I get you into the bedroom and you're just like laying there and not, and you're not really actively participating and you're visually holding you're obviously holding back why am I going to want to do this again or or why are you going to how how do you get to the top of my list we are in a lifestyle which means that we have we always have multiple we always have multiple people on our phone who we can go man I want to have I want a good play date Am I gonna choose the the person who just kinda of laid there or am I gonna choose the one that made me leave like, God damn, she's trying to kill me? <laughs> I'm going for the wild animal personally.
1: Well, of course, you know, shit. Hey, I don't mind waking up and seeing you know, a scratch on my forehead or on my side, of my window. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna bang scratch your ass back, you
2: know.
1: <laughs> you know, uh again, it's like I, I, I want you to be completely comfortable and free to be as completely comfortable as you are and can be and knowing that it's okay just to let go that's my biggest thing about why i always say i like to take my time and try to before i fuck somebody because i wanted to know and build with my character let them know that hey just go all out it's completely comfortable we have learned to be free we, we be friend each other and the comfort is there so if you're going to fucking start sucking my dick and all this shit, you better know I got a set of balls to go with it, and I'm trying to fuck up your makeup. I want to see your snotty nose. I want to see your teary That's <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> and you know, bro, think about it. I, what I would say, they, man, Mr. Moe, what I would say, hey. i grab a bite by the phone and say, make me proud. Yeah. yeah. So let's go at it. Let's go hard. Yeah. So can I ask
3: something? Uh-oh. That's way. What if the woman is basically the woman just never met guys like you. So they don't know how to do that. So does that mean that ultimately they're off your playlist because they didn't, they have never dealt with the type of males that you guys are. So they right. don't necessarily know what to do or how far they can go because they may be in lifestyle, but that doesn't, we were in lifestyle a lot of years before I could let myself completely go with anybody.
2: Girl, can, I, can
1: I answer that? Can I chime in real quick? Wait, hold, on, wait, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I want to answer her, and I want to use her as an example, and then I'm let you chime in. All right, that's cool. So I'm going to use you as an example. Think about when we first met. We had the open door range to play, and, but we barely knew each other. Think about the time it put between us to learn each other and be completely comfortable. And when we finally got to it, we didn't hold back. You didn't hold back. I didn't hold back. We had a mild hiccup that stopped it earlier, but we didn't hold back. So it's all about the comfort and the confidence and the communication between each other. The communication we had, we also comprehend. So that's what makes me better. Don't go in with assumptions. Ask. Ask. Be open minded. Be free with your questions. Ask away.
3: I agree, but disagree. How? I can. I agree with what you say, what you're saying, but I disagree because I have Mister Mocha that encourages me to be that way. But if mm-hmm. I were in a different relationship where the guy hadn't encouraged me to be that way in any way, shape, or form, I don't know that I could go into it.
0: Now, keep in mind that is that that is another that that's one of the other reasons that we know women tend to be timid in the lifestyle is because they don't have a secure mate. So you're you're touching on something that we're definitely going to touch on to. But we're talking about the women who've been in the lifestyle and who under who have permission to let go, but they don't. Those are the ones I'm talking about. And now here's the thing. If you don't know how, as the guy, that's where Dimitri said earlier. Now, the guy does have to take responsibility. If I walk into a room with a woman who I can tell has the potential to be sexually open, but that but that hasn't been unlocked yet. You damn straight. It's now it's my job to unlock that. But it's different to me when someone is fighting the desire or she's holding back because she doesn't want to appear a certain way. To me, those are two totally different things, but what you said, those are two other topics, either a woman who's never had the opportunity to let go and doesn't know how, or a woman who's next, who's with a guy who doesn't give them the opportunity to let go because we've been in those situations many a time where you're, you're fucking this lady and she starts to let go. And then she looks up and her husband is looking like he's about to throw up. And then she pulls back. So that that that's also a topic. I'm sorry for uh, jumping in front of you.
1: No, you asked me for me because I just was leaning toward that myself.
0: <laughs> yep. And, and and what's your name? BBC? What is that? BBC Jen? I can't. That's the only part I can read.
2: Nah, it's a uh, BBC gentleman. Nah, but it's Chris though. What's up, Chris? Yeah, welcome. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, so I was just going to say, you know. I'm a big person on, like, reading people, you know. And I know in the lifestyle at parties, you know, if it's someone you don't know and they're part of a couple or, you know, they're just a single woman, it's all about, for me, just reading someone. You know, if you starting to have time when you're playing and they got this facial expression on their face as if, you know, what are you doing or if they just blank. You know, I'm like, okay, let me try something else. Let me do something else. You know, for me, you know, uh, playing with couples or, you know, playing with women in general, you know, I always try to talk to a female and get to know them and their personality. So it builds chemistry because everybody's different. You know, don't nobody like being fucked the same. Some women in the lifestyle like being fucked like porn stars. Some women like you know to take your time as if you was a husband or something. So it's all about just you know getting to know someone. You know that's that's what I had wanted to say.
0: Hey, I, I agree.
4: <laughs> but let me try.
0: I agree
3: too, but you can't say that you can agree with it, but you can't say I want to take the come fucking being like a porn star if if you're willing to be sensual too. So are you saying? You want to take that's like a porn star, or you want to take that we'll just let go.
0: When I say porn star, I mean the energy she gives. Everybody's sexual energy is different. You know, there's times when we fuck where I'm smacking your ass and choking you, and then there's some times when I'm very sensual and slow. Either way, the energy is the energy. When I say porn star, someone who's who really gives you that—not just visual, but it really makes you have a, it really offers that sexuality there. So it doesn't, it's not about how hard or how fast you're fucking. It's about the energy that comes with it. Because like I said before, when you see someone, we all have a mental image. When you see that person that you want to fuck, that tingle that you get in your groin, that's, that's, that's being associated with an image. And to me, when I say fuck like a porn star, how well, does that image match the shit that you've talked and the things that you said that you wanted when we actually hit the bed? How true to that are you? So it's not about how hard or how fast you're fucking. It's just the energy that you're putting out when you're fucking. Okay, thanks. Bishop?
4: Yeah, I just wanted to touch on just a quick subject. Um, For me, I always ask the woman straight up how how they like to get fucked. So that gives me kind of a direction Um, because I don't want to go in there, you know, not knowing. So that's just my thing. Um, But you did touch on uh, like, like Demetri did touch on a a topic related to this about, you know, the husband coming in and seeing the wife doing some things and she kind of like, Take a step back because you know the husband's looking all crazy. I've been caught in that situation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we bet. <laughs> yeah. I've been caught in that situation. So I'm pretty I sure like, I caught you, you, know. you in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <laughs> so you
4: know, uh, that's what of the warning It's kind of uh, it's kind of unsettling when it when it happens. But I'm I'm good now because me and me and my wife are in a good space. And we have been for quite a while. And, you know, she she gets freaky like that with me. So, you know, it was kind of a situation where she was getting freaky with somebody in a way she never did with me. And I'm like, hold up. What the <laughs> fuck's going on here? So it does happen. You know, you just gotta find you fight your way through it. Yeah. So was it uh was it
1: the was it communication as well as the comprehensive to do the uh, communication you guys had that brought that to be uh completely open and the trust path was there. like, okay, what she did it?
4: Excuse it me. Time. It took time cuz you know, some things were said, some things were done that she didn't want to acknowledge happened. She thought I was making it up and I'm like, "Why the fuck would I even make this up?" <laughs> like yes. I'm not looking for an argument. You know what I'm saying? So it took it took some time, but we you know, we got through it, you know. You know, it was a rough patch
0: after that for a little bit, but yeah, we got through it. <laughs> and, and, you know, from that standpoint, that's something that I do believe that most couples go through um, in some way, shape or form. I know for my wife, I had to push her to let go because she was I mean, she loves me. She's always concerned. She was always concerned that, you know, is he really OK with seeing me do this? Is he really OK with seeing me do this? And. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like even before she really let go, let go, she was always an animal in the bed. I mean, she she always put a lot of energy into sex, you know, so the average guy couldn't tell that she wasn't wide open just because, you know, we would go to parties and wives would get insecure all the time when she start riding her husband. And, you know, I could tell when she was really letting go. You know, so that to me, that is definitely a thing. So, excuse me, I think that there is sexual communication and then there is sexual comprehension. And the communication can be a week's worth of communication, a month's worth of communication, or it can be you know, 15 minutes worth of communication when you're there. And as a guy, sexual comprehension is everything. So when I step into a room, if I'm actually paying attention to this woman, the way her body moves, the way she's looking at me, if I'm really paying attention to her, even though just like Bishop, I'm going to ask her, you know, what are you okay with? What are you comfortable with? It's really my job to pay attention to her body. So, saying that I can honestly say I have not had a whole lot of experiences where I've had bad sex. I I can say I have very few experiences where I've had bad sex. What I can say is I've had lots of experience where the sex was not remarkable. And that's just because of the amount of energy that was not coming back. So as a guy, if you can sit back and name, Loads and loads of time that you've had bad sex. That's because you're giving out lame dick because you're not paying attention. You're not comprehending her needs at the moment. But now I can say that, you know, there's a couple of women on this call right now (laughs) that I've had great sex with, you know, because of the energy they gave. I, I, you know, Kenzie Fox is one of my favorite people, so, you know, I don't want to start drooling on my microphone here. But mm-hmm. Kenzie Fox, you see her on there. That... Hey. <laughs> I mean, anyone's ever been around mm-hmm. her, that sexual energy. You know, my my sweet my sweet poison ginger over there, a.k.a. Mrs. Mocha, shit, her sexual energy made me marry her. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I had a real funny experience... Uh, when I was hanging out with the Foxes um, last week, they introduced me to one of their, their friends. And I remember going to the room with her and I'm having sex with her and she's whispering some, like she's whispering in my ear. She's like, yeah, you got some more. You can give me, I I came. She's like, you can give me another one. You can give me another. I'm like, I I guess I can. I I got one more nut. And I came and then (laughs) I, I know shit. Like I'm getting ready to roll off. And she wrapped her legs around me. And she was like, Oh, you got one more for me. Like she's like, she's saying it like real low and the energy in the room was fucking crazy. Listen, the energy was so good. Literally, apparently they're FaceTiming my wife live while I'm fucking her. And I didn't even know it was a camera in the room at the time, you know? And we weren't, we weren't fucking tearing the bed apart, but it was that sexual energy that she offered. And then also, her as a woman having sexual comprehension, she comprehended what I need and she gave that energy back that kept me excited.
1: Of course, you know, I, I, it's it's becoming such a mystery that these, you know, the guys, the bulls, as well as the women, they're having this big miscommunication when it comes down to sexual energy as well as sexual limitation uh, because, you know, usually after the end of a night of a nice party or whatever, you know, fellow guys get together, they talk. And something to be judged on women and who's good, who's great, who's trash. And I picked up on a few guys who say, oh, well, she couldn't take dick. Uh, well, that doesn't mean that her energy wasn't great. That means you, you fucking didn't pay attention to her limitations. So you probably broke her and ruined it for the next bull to have an opportunity to enjoy her energy. You know, again, it all falls up the comprehension factor. You know, you have to match her energy. If her energy is high and you try to rival it, great. But if she's giving you her all and now it's not comfortable, to her, <clears throat> then that pain factor come into where you're actually trying to hurt her and now you're disrespecting her. So you have to know these cues. You know, it's so many cues about it to where you don't want somebody to say, oh, her safe game is trash unless you look at every corner of that square that you two guys are laying in and understand those factors. And then you got to look at yourself because you're in that bed with her. So again, it all falls back on you again. So... Again, like I said, it's very, very touchy, but it, it needs to be discussed because, again, you know how we go—we here to entertain as well as to educate. Can I can I jump in for a second, fellas?
5: Anytime, time Jump in. First of all, what's going on? What's going on? Thanks for doing this, D. Um, just my two cents. Uh, as as a guy who spent a lot of time and you know in my youth in clubs and and dancing a lot. It's a lot like dancing to me. I mean, you, like, you know, if you dance and you get out on the dance floor and you got a good partner, it almost feels effortless. Like uh, like Mr. Mocha was saying, the energy. I mean, you're just vibing off of each other's energy and it's got a real good flow to it. And sometimes you get out on the dance floor and she's stepping all over your feet and you're stepping all over her feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're, not, you're not going to click with everybody. That's just... You know, even if the buildup is there, sometimes, again, like Mr. Mocha said, you're going to have some unremarkable sex. But if you are paying attention, and sometimes those signs may be, they may be really, really subtle. But if you're focused and you're paying attention, then you have the potential to, to make just about every encounter incredible if you, if you pay attention to those details, like uh, Dimitri was saying, when you have the guys that are like, yeah, she couldn't, you know, she couldn't take dick. It's like, yeah, you, you only tried doing it that one way. I mean, and she wasn't responding to you, but rather than adjust what you were doing, you just kept doing what you were doing. And now she's, you know, Probably sore and not feeling good and it's messed up as dudes walk away from that like it's a like it's a, a, a Badge of courage like a badge of honor yes. Like oh like yeah, yeah, she's sore now. It's like dude. that that wasn't fun for her, you know, like I remember and This was kind of profound to me when this woman said this uh, There was a woman that came to my parties a lot and I don't usually play at my <laughs> own parties so I saw her at another party and had an opportunity to play with her and i'm I'm not a metronome dude. What I mean is I'm not you know that that guy for thirty minutes, just the same that same pounding rhythm. And so when I was playing with her, you know i'm I'm fast, I'm slow, I'm deep, I'm shallow, I'm hard, I'm soft. You know I mean, and she was really enjoying it. And I was like, oh, I didn't really think you would like that because all the guys that I've seen play with you have always been those metronome dudes. And her response was, when you go to these parties, as a woman, when you go to these parties, you learn to just kind of accept that because that's what the guys think that the women want. I mean, and I don't know if it's because of the movies that they watch or what they see online, but to a guy fucking like a porn star means trying to blow her back out. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, nah, I'm really not a big fan of that. But after a while, it gets tired trying to tell every guy that. And I just thought that that was real telling. You know what I'm saying that she was like, when you go to parties like these, you just expect it because that's how most of the guys are going to, going to do it. So I just thought that was really interesting.
4: I always wonder, do guys even consider that good sex when all they want to do is pound? Like, is that good to you? Like, how, Does that feel good? I mean, you got to go with
2: it's it There's got to be a rhythm. You know, a rhythm to it, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you, brother. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know? sure I don't even think they know any better. I just think they watch porn, you know, or when they was fucking kids, they was watching Cinemax when the parents were <laughs> asleep and, and whatnot. And that's how they learn because a lot of the guys got to think. A lot of guys don't have fathers. You know, fathers teach you, hey, this is how you take care of women. You know, or this is what you do when you get a woman in the bedroom. A lot of guys don't have that. So, and a lot of times they don't talk. They don't talk. You know about that to their friends or their homeboys because they kind of embarrassed. You don't ask another dude, hey, how you please a woman? You know, because you do, they going to laugh you out the room. So I just think you know they watch what they see on TV and one night and they get imitate it. You know, that's my take on. It. I just think you know a lot of the guys don't know no better. You know. Well, I just have to say for myself. I'm up in age where I am
1: not about to break myself <laughs> to try to break her. I'm not. <laughs> that be popping and cracking it. but i stop in the middle of this shit and pull that shit back right together. So,
0: right. What about I, the ladies? I have
1: to, try to, you know saying? I have to try to listen and just pay attention to her energy as well as her movements as well as her feedback to me and respond like that because it's a response, response. You know, and again, it's all all right with the energy as well. Now, you know, there are some that that's, that's like, hey, bring on that Bishop style. Okay, well, look, that's not tag out because, again, I'm not breaking me to
4: break her. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. First of all, I ain't trying to break
5: me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, a, I knew right that way. was
0: about to happen. Uh, so, so, uh, Ladies, I mean, ladies, can we get some some help on this one? This is a bunch of guys talking about how ladies feel when they getting some dick. Can I? Can we get some backup, ladies? I
1: saw Miss Juicy in here.
0: She's fairly new. Let's see what she got to say. He put her on the spot. <laughs> oh, there, here, well, Kenzie jumped on Juicy. Ain't jumped on yet, Kenzie. What you got for us? Hey! All right, we...
6: um, can be here.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Let <laughs> it. <laughs> it's all yours. Hey.
6: Well, speak... yeah. <laughs> speaking from like experience with a lot of the guys that are speaking on here, um, y'all know what you're doing. You're <laughs> you do listen to those cues, and it's very much appreciated. And there is those guys that I do seriously think they just don't know what they're doing. You're right. I, I completely agree with um I know your real name, but um
0: Mike the Keys <laughs> <Linkless. laughs>
6: Um no the uh his Twitter name is BBC Oh, something. Chris.
2: It, it's cool, it's cool. You can say it, you can say oh, it on oh, my
6: Chris, yeah. Anyway, wow. Yeah, you really showed me the other night, and you told me I wouldn't regret it, and I didn't.
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Why,
6: thank you, brother. Thank you. But I mean, that's that's just it. He listened to my cues, like you know. I mean, some of you guys are pretty big. If you go too deep, you gotta listen that you know. Oh, you can't. You know, you gotta wait. Um, you, you just women will subtly show you. A lot of them don't want to speak up. I, I was one of them. I, I, I speak up now, but.
8: Hello?
0: Kenzie, we lost you.
6: Or I'll push a hand back on someone's hip, or you know, wow, you're going too deep. I can't take that right now. And yeah, I don't enjoy like pounding constantly like the change in the rhythm and all that. But you, you know, you get the cues from the woman and, and we, and you know, I'm a pleaser. I want to please you too. So I want to hear what you like and hearing what you like actually turns me on. And then you just feed off of each other.
3: I think that we should just um, get a guy and bounce on his dick for like 45 minutes really hard and, Tell him how
0: it feels. <laughs> would you say? I missed that. Say it again. Please don't.
5: Please don't. <laughs> what you get a what? Oh God. You know what? That's some we'll bullshit. No that, that won't be necessary. Uh, I, I,
0: I thought I didn't hear what I thought I heard. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Oh. Yeah. So, so, Kenzie, no, I have to ask you this, and this is this kind of takes us into something else that we said before as okay. as a woman in the lifestyle do you think that is a real thing that some women don't perform as well as they could or don't have that same energy that you have or you know ginger because they're worried about slut shaming
6: um, in a lifestyle I've never been worried about that
0: not you we know um, you're not some other
7: women.
6: <laughs> oh, other women. <laughs> uh, I think they are. I don't understand how they feel that way because I've found this to be the most accepting uh, group of people ever. I've ever been cause I've been slut shamed my whole life by women, um, starting in high school, actually junior high school. <laughs> um, women are horrible. Um, so they may still have that in their head. Yeah, they're not going to let go. Or I think more than likely they don't want their significant other to see themselves enjoying someone else so much um, because they are afraid of what's going to happen when they go home later.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. One thousand percent. Definitely agree with that. We've. Ex- I- I've. We have experienced that a lot in our lifestyle experience. I mean this is from the very beginning of our lifestyle experience, I mean up until current day you know we we laugh about our experiences. you know one of our first experiences you know <laughs> we're we're playing with a couple, and literally you know Mrs. Mocha is riding some poor fucker into oblivion. And everything was going good. And then the wife turned her head and I shit you not. This woman was with my 230 pounds on top of her body. Somehow she was inching both of us over and reaching her hand out so she can touch her husband. She looked like that, you know, the painting where you see the guy with his hand, his finger out. And he's like stretched out trying to touch an apple or something. She's like reaching and reaching and reaching. And then that's not what made it bad. We'd moved over and her head was like she was turning her neck. And so I'm like, all right, let me help her out. So I move closer. She reaches out and grabs the guy hand and he pulls his hand out of her hand. And she grabs it again and he pulls his hand out again that was all over for me. Now, of course, my wonderful wife is totally oblivious to what's happened. And she's she never slows down. And, you know, she's talking dirty and she's just going wild. And the guy is just loving his, his life. And the wife, I could start seeing the, the tears well up in her eyes. I'm like, ah, fuck. So oh, needless to say, that night was over, you know. But so, I can only imagine that that guy probably if if they're still in the lifestyle because that was the last time we ever saw him but um if they stayed in the lifestyle, I'm sure he did not do that again for a long time, and then it's happened vice versa where I'm with some woman and her husband is staring at her the whole time, and Mrs. Mocha's like the guy dick start turning into spaghetti noodle. And you know I might have been lost in the sauce over there. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, I was I, I was all in. <laughs> I was committed. I didn't even know what was happening over there. And once I finally look over and look at her face, I'm like, fuck. I'm in trouble for this one because you know I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to like slow down when I see when when I see the look like, hey, his shit's not working.
1: So would that be a factor to where? this isn't the bulls as an individual. This is not his fault that the couple was not in sync with their feelings or what they can take and not take. Even if he, I mean, by all right, you have the right to feel however you want to feel, even if you have the true intentions of being supportive of your wife or your husband, however you choose to make it. And your, your feelings may change it in the middle of the act. That's fine. But, it's also, not your, it's also your responsibility to not fuck up the energy. You know, you should be able to remove yourself discreetly and respectfully and don't, don't make anybody feel weird or bad about the about the situation. Because, again, nobody wants to go home feeling like they fucked up something. You know, everybody wants to go home, with, but they really true call a happy ending. So... Uh, On the dynamic or a factor like that, that can be put on the guys as a fault. I just want the guys, as well as the bulls, as like when we talk, to understand when you say, "Oh, this woman is trash," or she her fuck game is off, or whatever. Like, okay, what did you contribute to that? What communication did you contribute to it? What factor? What energy? because you're involved in that sexual act in that moment. So those are like the dynamics that you you pretty much gotta outweigh.
2: Hey Demetri, let me ask you a question real quick. Ask me, my brother. Hey, so how do you deal with, or how you, or just deal with a female that, you know, you don't really know, and I know you want to really play with women that you know, but let's just say, hypothetically speaking, if a woman is a starfish, You know, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but, you know, you have women that really are kind of like that where they just pretty much lay down in the bedroom. They don't do anything. And for me, like, it's boring. If if I'm, you know, going down on you, you know, and I'm, you know, trying to make it a great experience, but you just pretty much just lay there, you know, it's like what do you do then? Like how would you handle that situation?
1: Me personally, I as as well as all of us, we have two big factors that that's our advantage. I'm a talker. I like to talk, <clears throat> and I'm actually strong enough to swoop or flip her ass over into another position to where I will have her interact. You know, I would try various of my things. Now if it's just not there like her energy is just completely fucking dead, then I would just like to tell like okay this is when I remove myself mm-hmm. obviously something's wrong with her or going with her in her to not try to enjoy or to bring out her energy so yeah yeah I should we say, a
2: yeah, woman with low energy you know yeah so if uh, she's't we say with low energy yeah like you were saying how she don't really have energy in the bedroom there's no chemistry. Yeah. Uh, the
1: energy and the chemistry is not there, you know. I tried different positions. If that's not even there, I tried the vocal factor when I try to communicate
4: and talk to her during the of sex. The you know, question, I try, though, the question is: the bigger question is, how did you even end up there if the energy was off?
0: <laughs> you know, some I, I got, I'm, I'm, I got, I got to defend Chris on this one because the is when you start off, you get a woman who's talking to you and she's saying she want to do this, that and the third, and then she gets into the bedroom and she starfishes it. That's where the challenge comes in. Now, if it's just somebody who I just met at an event, that's one thing because I don't, in my opinion, you don't really have enough control and you haven't had enough time to pick her brain. Now, if it's someone who you've been talking to over a period of time where you can have a little more communication, because there are going to be some women who it's going to take more communication to get them going, because, I mean, I've I've met those women who are like, oh, it just takes t- time for me to warm up. But if the, to to go with Bishop said, you know, if you wound up and you talk to this woman and you seem like you got energy and you get into the bedroom and she's just laying there, you know, it, is this the way you've been taught to have sex? Because keep in mind fellas, this is the most important thing that you can ever learn about a woman's sex. And I know it's bold for me to say this. Most women have learned what they enjoy from their last sexual partner or their sexual partners. So at that point, going back to getting vocal, I don't have a problem saying, "Hey, listen, I'm not sure if you're having a good time. Is there anything I can do to make it more fun? And now she goes, oh, no, I'm having a great time. I'm bold enough to say, hey, let's try this. Give me your hands. Put your hands on my head. You know, move back into me. Bounce up and down. Like, at that point, if the situation is because this is just how she's learned sex and what she's used to, If you have a personality that's not afraid to encourage her to do things, I think you can bring something new out of her. Now, if she just goes, oh, no, I'm not going to do that, or no, I don't want to bounce, or no, I don't, now that's different. And then I'm going with Demetrius' route. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and pretty much finish this up. You know, and then that's what's going to make me not want to do this again. I'm going to be a gentleman about it. And I know a lot of women want you to to come. And I'm not going to lie. I have faked an orgasm before so I can stop without hurting her feelings. But, you know, usually if you verbally get her involved with stuff. I think that helps that starfish situation.
2: No, okay. I, just, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, for me, this, like, rarely ever happens. It mostly happened with just random women <clears and you meet throat> at a party or whatever. So that's all I want to, you know, anybody else, you know, I get the time to know them, and there's chemistry, you know. So, yeah.
0: We got a couple people that jumped in. Ken, I see your hand up, but Mike Trimmer jumped in first. Mike, you want to jump in and say hi to us?
9: Mr. Mocha, Mrs. Mocha, hi. Hi, everyone else. How's everybody doing?
0: Life is good, oh, man. Welcome.
9: Good. I wasn't able to uh, get on the last one. I was at Mocha Fest, which that's a whole other story, um, but I'm happy that I was able to jump on here just I guess to kind of defend the bulls uh, for a previous question that was kind of asked in the group in regards to like why do some guys kind of seem to like go ham at it like it's a porno. I think it comes from, at least from my perspective, uh but I think it's called like a sperm competition or something like in nature where uh, animals are competing for procreation type. Thing. So not to get all scientific, but I think that's, that's one of the reasons type of thing. So like a guy, like two bulls might be like, okay, this guy's, you know, six, two or something. And I'm only like a five, nine or something. So I have to, I have to go in there to make sure that she's going to remember me over the other guy. I think that's what it is. A subconscious thing.
0: Yeah, that sounds. That sounds to me like some rookie shit. I mean, and I always say it sounds like rookie shit to me. Just you know, <laughs> me, me, and Bishop and Dimitri and Mike we will all joke about certain things, but at the end of the day, you know, me and Bishop are the tag. We we tag team stuff together all the time, and for me, what pushes me to the next level sexually is watching the way he pushes her to her next level. And it's not about the way he pounds her. You know, it's the reaction that she's getting. And so now for me, it's like, if he's doing a thing to her, I would like to get that reaction. So that means that I have to pay close enough attention to her to try to get that reaction. We feed off of each other's energy from one bull to another. Now I will agree with you. You get some rookie bulls who come in there and they're just jackhammering. And trust me, I, I hear from the ladies all the time. There's, there's a certain bull in particular who, you know, my wife was asking some of her close friends about, Hey, should I, should I play with this guy? And the response was, I mean, the guy's a fucking jackhammer. So if you just want to get your guts beat up, this is the guy. But if you don't want, you know, 30 minutes of constant pounding, and she happily tapped out of not doing that because, I mean, who? I mean, think about it. It's even as a guy, just imagine some chick grabbed your dick as hard as she could and just stroked your dick as hard as she could for 30 minutes, squeezing the life out of it. I'm not sure about you guys, but my dick wouldn't like that too much. You know what I'm saying? So I can kind of uh, yeah. see where the ladies could complain about that. All right, can yeah, we?
9: No, I uh, and I, I definitely like the energy more when it's a male, female, male uh, type dynamic and everything. And I think it was the Michelangelo Sistine Chapel was the picture you were
0: referring to. Thank you. That's exactly, exactly. what the, you're the man. That's what I'm talking about. Got to have, got to have some brains on this thing. All the, like I got. I, I need some extra. I appreciate it. So we got Ken on. Ken's had his hand up for a minute. Ken, jump in and tell us who you are and tell us. What you about, and tell us what you're thinking.
10: Uh, hello, I'm Ken. Uh, I am a, a cuckold wannabe, um, and I'd like to thank you guys for letting me have the opportunity to speak. And I'd also like to thank all the all the bulls for just being honest and 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 sharing their perspectives. Um, I'm wondering how much of the reluctance that you experience um, and the problems that you have communicating come from the fact that the husband and the wife are trying to be on the same plane and not able to do it. And I I know that that sounds a little convoluted, so let me try to explain it from a different angle. To me, cuck being a cuck is the most authentic way of being submissive, and I'm very submissive. And I want to be very submissive and cuckoldry feels so completely correct as the way to do it. Um, What I don't want is not to feel included in the process. And sometimes, uh, especially, um, you know, the Keys and Anklets podcast has been absolutely a blessing to me because it's one of the, the few places I go where they treat cuckolds seriously. Um, But I wonder how much of it is just the cuckold needs to really feel like he's being cuckolded. And if all that's happening is that his wife is having sex in front of him and he's being forgotten by the bull, he's, he's not feeling like he's part of the process. And that makes it hard for him to communicate with his wife. And that makes it hard for his wife to do what she really naturally feels like she should be doing anyway. And I'm sorry if that was too convoluted. I apologize for that.
0: Not at all. It's something that we we talk
11: about all the time. D?
1: So let me ask you, how is your direct communication with the bull? Because usually for me in the cuckold dynamic upon meeting, I talk more with the cook than with the wife. just out of because of he that's his wife, that's his star, that's his teammate, he know her very well. So he need get more detailed information to make everything comfort. And are you are you vividly, are you open vividly about your intentions as well as your interactions with the fellow bull to where you are included or include to limit with the eliminations of your own comfort. So how comfortable are you with those conversations with your fellow bull?
10: That, that's an excellent question. I'm a cuckold wannabe. Um, I've attended one cuckold event where I sort of served as assistant uh, Butler slash whatever yes. uh, I felt like I was able to express my admiration and Recognition of the, the, the Hierarchy that was going on there, but I didn't want to be too weird about it. I didn't want it to be too direct and have be about too much about me. Yes. Um, so I, I want to be able to express that because I think cuckoldry is actually very, very excuse me, very natural. And I'd like to, uh, I didn't catch the name of the person who was talking about sperm competition, but I mean, to me, that's really what it is. It's, it's sperm competition and it's, it's victory and defeat and it's the way that it should be. Um, and so I want to be able to express that, but, I also want to know that that's going to be appreciated if that makes sense.
0: So, so f- just to understand the dynamic, because you were seeing, you know, talking about the husband being f- feeling left out. So in my opinion and in my experience, The only person that has the power to leave the husband out is the wife. All right. If I'm dealing with a couple, just like Dimitri said, that's where I'm going to show a lot more caution. I'm going to talk to the husband. I'm going to talk to the wife. But I am in addition to their party. Which means they first have to communicate amongst themselves. And I've definitely been in situations where the bull has come and said, "Hey, I feel left out." And the conversation that I've had with the bull is, or the the cuck rather, the cuck has said, "I feel left out." And my conversation to him and to her is, "I don't have the power to leave you out because my job is to pay attention to your wife's pleasure, and your wife's job is to pay attention to your pleasure." So if I've spoken to a couple and they tell me they dynamic and I'm playing with the wife and she is the one who's going to give me the cues as to when she wants him to come in. I have stopped playing with couples because between themselves, they start having an issue because she doesn't want him to be included, which means their communication isn't together because a good bull is not going to exclude the husband. Only the wife can exclude the husband because at the end of the day, and my wife and I had a conversation with a guy who was upset because the bull excluded the husband. And my thing to him was like, hold on your wife's job is to stop the bull. If she feels like the bull is attempting to exclude the husband, Because all of the bulls aren't going to be experienced or as mindful at or or see it as important to exclude him. Her job is to help the bull understand that if he wants the pleasure of her. That her husband has to be included. So that's not really the bull's job. A good bull is going to work harder to, to make sure that he's included. But just put yourself in the bull's place if I am having sex with your wife and she's giving me clues that she wants a certain type of attention, you are really being submissive to your wife and her bull. If that's what you like, you're not being submissive to the bull and then your wife. That, that that's the the order of things. The wife is going to dictate how much the bull is involved with, The cuck during this experience, but the husband and the wife behind closed doors are the ones who are creating this fantasy together and including the bull. So as a cuck, if you ever feel like your wife and the bull is excluding you from this, which I don't think is right, because this is your wife's fantasy or your girl's fantasy and yours, that conversation goes back home and you say, honey, I didn't feel included. We spoke to the bull in the beginning. He said that this was his comfort level but you didn't allow me into that circle. And that's where that conversation, in my opinion, belongs. Personally. Uh,
5: uh, let me, let me add something if, if I may, um, one of the things that I enjoy so much about interacting with cuckold couples is I've often used this metaphor that when I, whenever I deal with a stack Vixen couple, to me, it's it's a lot like playing checkers in the sense that it's it's very straightforward and it usually follows a very set path. But when you deal with a cuckoo couple, it's a lot like playing chess. Mm-hmm. Like like there's so many different varieties that they can be in. Like just from the jump, you know, when I you know, when I first encountered a cuckoo couple, the first question that can pop into my mind is, Okay, what's the power dynamic here? Is he only submissive to her or is he submissive to me through her or are they both submissive to me? Like it can, it can take on a lot of different, a lot of different tones. And so I think what happens is a lot of guys will oversell themselves. You know, they'll make themselves seem like, Oh, I, I can do that. I've done that. You know, I got experience doing that. And then they get into the situation and they don't necessarily know how to lead. Or they don't know how to read the situation to say if they should lead or not. Because I agree with you on some of the things you said, uh, Mr. Mocha, But I'm going to uh, diverge a little bit in that. Yes, in some cases, you know, it is up to you know the wife to give the bull those cues to to know when to you know engage her husband and things like that. But there are some dynamics where when you get into them because of the energy that you give off submission to you for both of them comes very easily and very naturally. And if you don't, as a bull, if you don't know how to read those signs and be able to say, okay, I got the ball in my hands. Now I'm, I'm running point on this. Like if you don't know how to recognize when that shift is occurring, then that's when you can have those situations where somebody is feeling left out because you weren't able to read those signs. One of the things that I often say is you can have, you know, as far as bulls and the type of experience that they have, you can have two identical cars. Say for example, a Ford Mustang, that's a car that everybody has or everybody is familiar with. They look exactly identical, same color, same wheels, same trim, same everything. The only difference is one is an automatic and one is a stick. Now, and the person that can drive the stick if you put them in the automatic, they're going to be fine. But the person that drives the automatic, if you put them in a the stick and they don't know how to drive a stick, they're going to have problems. And that's a lot like how I kind of see dealing with a stag vixen couple versus dealing with a cuckold couple. If you're experienced and confident and comfortable in dealing with cuckold couples, then you're going to find that transition to dealing with a stag vixen couple very easy and
0: seamless. <laughs>
5: but if you but if you're only used to dealing with stag Dixon couples and you're not really well versed on dealing with a cuckoo couple and all the subtle nuances that can accompany that, when you find yourself in a situation with that cuckoo couple, guess what? You're gonna burn the clutch out.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm definitely gonna say that goes both ways. But I, but yeah, to, to, because great analogy. if you deal with a guy who's only ever dealt with cuckold couples and they step into a stack vixen couple and make the mistake of thinking the guy's a cuck, you're going to have a problem, you know. But the one thing I did stress is we were, when I was saying that to him, we are talking about less experienced bulls. But then also, ultimately, any time that there's a hiccup, That means that the couple, the two people who are in a relationship together, they go home, they discuss what went wrong, and they ultimately have control because control is an illusion. When you step into that scene, yes, as the bull, I may have control over both in the couple, but that scene is temporary. And if that scene doesn't go the way they want it, the way he wants it. They have to go back home to the drawing board because once again, if you are in a relationship, you know, with the cuck or the wife, they're not feeling that things worked out with the bull. Ultimately, if the bull wants to continue playing with them, it is up to them to come back and communicate that this didn't work. But how many times have you been in a situation where the cuck comes to you? And tells you, hey, you know, I didn't feel included, but then you have the wife who is telling you, oh, that was awesome. So that means that those two aren't firing on the same cylinders. And oftentimes it goes back to communication, that lack of communication, because over and over and over when I was younger as a bull, I would realize that couples weren't communicating, which got me to the point where I realized, okay, control is an illusion. I'm only controlling it during the scene because when the scene is over, they're going to go home and either they're both going to be happy or one of them is missing out. And so I finally start telling them, you guys need to decide what you want. Honestly, between the two of you, and then you come back and tell me what you want because oftentimes you will have a situation where, The wife really wants one thing, but in order to get this, she's telling her husband, oh, yeah, 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 I want this. Or you get the the husband who is not who wants to be a cuck, but he's trying to control the whole situation by playing mental mental games with the bull and the wife. And he's telling the bull, hey, I want you to do this or this. And the wife is not even on board with that. So ultimately. In my opinion, no matter what. That communication goes back to those two. Because if those two say, "Hey, this shit's not working out," if the bull really likes this couple, he's gonna make necessary adjustments.
1: I see the plus on both ends. You
0: got crickets here.
1: Yeah, no, I mean. Hey, that was pretty, that was pretty and, I mean, you gotta say it was pretty detailed and deep, and I'm pretty sure all three of you guys just gave everybody something to think about. You know, you <laughs> did. You know, but just for the record, I can drive a stick in automatic. <laughs> Absolutely, and I yes, drive
2: sir. A Mustang too. Absolutely.
1: I, I'm I'm sure
10: all the bulls in here are excellent drivers. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I can't I, drive a stick. No, no. I, want, oh, man. I want, I want, I wanted to just follow up real quick. If I, if I could, is that okay? Absolutely. Just, so uh, one of the, the keys and anklets podcast has been my sort of go-to since realizing I was a cock and there was an episode, all the episodes are fantastic, but there was an episode where one of the the bulls said that it was, it was something like the analogy that you just gave, which was, That he said, you could have two different women, the exact same woman, physically the same, temperamentally the same, sexually the same in every way, but one is married and one is not. And it's much more satisfying to me to fuck the married woman. And to me, that really resonated with me, and it really brought home what my where I feel like I belong in this. And I, I guess it's, I want to feel like somehow my being there, my surrendering, my being defeated, my whatever matters to you guys. And I don't know, I, I, I don't, first of all, I don't know that it does for, for most bulls. Maybe bulls don't, most bulls don't really care. It's just, it's just, it goes with the territory. But if it does, why does it? And what can a cuckold do to augment that? I mean, you guys are, you guys are so great with the head game. Every single guy who's talked is just clearly a, knows how to get in, you know, knows how to use your, you know, use language and use thoughts and concepts to dominate. It's, it's very clear, but I, you know, I'm sort of awkward about this as you can tell from listening to me and I'm wondering like what, you know, what is it you like to hear from cuckolds or do you like to hear from cuckolds at all? Does, does it, does it gratify you more to know that, yeah, I'm fucking this guy's wife right in front of him. And that, that makes me feel really good.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, so Ken, uh, let me ask you a question because I remember you stated, you said, uh, you are a wannabe cook, right? Yes. So, uh, with that being said, are you fairly new into this dynamic? Uh, yes, I am. So, I mean, it seems as if you are you are trying to find your path or learn as you go uh, to be safe. And are you having like uh, these uh, is it more like these are personal conflicts within yourself? Because with the wanna be is like you're not sure if you wanna be in it or you sure that you do when you wanna embrace it. Like what's to get down to the basics, what's your lane of comfort in the Cocoa dynamic? Like, where are you trying to be? Are you trying to be fully supportive or you just want to be in for the experience of of just to be there? Like, where's, where's your lane of comfort? Now like, your I, questions I, are valid. They are very valid. I will say, say that out of respect. Your questions are very valid, but when you say that you are a wannabe, so now I had to go back to the beginning that you're not fairly, you're fairly new, so... Are you trying to find your lane and discover your true self, Pauline?
10: Uh, I joined the Venus uh, Connections group, uh, and I've been on some dates. I'm definitely, I definitely feel like I would be happiest as a cuckold. Um, I. It's a question of wanting. Uh, to me, I, 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 the one thing I know I don't want is. To be cuckolded like in some sort of dominatrix professional scene. The thing that has a lot of appeal to me is really genuinely, genuinely, genuinely being in love with a woman. And, but, you know, she's submissive to men like you. Yes. Um, And men like you, you know, play the role that you want to play. Um, And again, it's like I listen to your confidence, and it's just—it seems so obvious that you guys are meant for this. And I—I I feel like I'm meant for it too. I just don't, you know, I—I'm i, I I'm just trying to make it happen, and I'm trying to make sure that I'm—I—I'm I'm doing what I feel like I'm—I'm I'm meant to do, and
1: and providing what I'm meant to provide.
10: If if well, that makes sense.
1: Well, it does. But well, let me stop you there and just just give you uh, just a quick note. Uh. If you want to be in this dynamic, first off, you know you got your head and your heart. You know they got to be in sync, as well as with your wife. But also, you have to fucking own it. You have to own it. You have to embrace it. You got to be fucking proud of that. What you're doing feels right and feel good, and you don't give a fuck about what other people think about it. You have to fucking own it. See, I. A gentleman like you, you would be that guy. I will put in the fucking cage until you take your pants off and stand up from a fucking crowd and own it. Be proud of that shit because it seems like you still have these self doubts. Fuck the self doubts. Go through that fucking curtain and be proud and be brave about it. And then these questions and everything you have, which are pretty much self based, self based and eternal, you have all your answers. But you have to fucking own it. We are here to give you great information, great feedback, our opinions, and everything which we share amongst each other on the daily, weekly, monthly, and the yearly. But you have to embrace what you're doing and own it and believe in what you're doing. So I will, and we will. Not just me, we will because we are friends and we are family on this dynamic. We will embrace that, but you have to uh, you have to own it.
0: And you know the push the push on the what he's saying about the concept of and. And the idea of owning it to answer your question first. Does it turn me on as a bull to know that I'm fucking somebody's wife with them watching? Absolutely. It definitely does. Um but one of the things one of the challenges that I have and I've always had the things that frustrate me from the standpoint of most cucks, because I know you're I know to you you're saying you're owning it, but when I'm listening to you, you're questioning it because you are asking, yes. are your fantasies okay? No. The only thing you have to do, everything that we do here, it's a roadmap. You decide what your fantasies are, and then you find a woman that's willing to support you in those fantasies. And I can't tell you what your fantasies and desires are. Do the Are the bulls turned on by fucking somebody's wife? Absolutely. Are the bulls turned on because there's a cuck there who... You know who's accepted and enjoys that humiliation because at the end of the day it is a form of humiliation. A lot of people don't like the word, but you know, to me, you own the word that that form of humiliation. It's okay to like it, and you don't have to ask anybody. Are your fantasies okay? Because every fantasy that's going through your head, there is somewhere, someone, somewhere that's gonna like that fantasy. When it comes to cuckolding. Cuck holding can be very mild to very extreme and you can't do it wrong the only thing that you can do wrong is not communicate with your partner and then you and your partner not communicating the fantasy with the bull you cannot communicate your 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 fantasy and your partner's fantasy with the bull because if you communicate your fantasy that means hers isn't a part of it But if you you and your partner communicate your fantasy together first and then you communicate with the bull and be honest, there's going to be some bulls out there who you're going to feel like, oh, well, I've got these 10 fantasies, but I'm only going to tell him three until I know he's okay with the other seven. Doesn't work like that. You tell him all 10 and then he's going to tell you, hey, I'm not doing this, this or this. And you have to decide, Okay, I'm okay with that amount. And that's what's going to make you successful. But owning what you want and what you desire, you don't have to ask anybody is what you like. OK. Because I'm not going to ask somebody if what I like is OK. I'll ask somebody, can I do this thing to you? And if she says no, OK, great. I just want to find out. Mm-hmm. We won't do that. We'll do the next thing. And for you, it's the exact same way. That's what he means by owning it.
10: Thank, thank you very much. That's um, I I really appreciate your your honesty.
5: And you got to live your own truth. Yes, yeah. that's what we're all doing. We're all living our truth, <laughs> and we believe in it wholeheartedly. That's why we don't get swayed.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks,
5: well, man. I I
10: will say that it's. Um, the one thing that I feel like cuckoldry is, is true. I, it, it it seems to be the most no nonsense, honest, um, honest expressions, both of sex and of power that I've ever come across. Um, And I, I, Really do appreciate you guys a lot, and I thank you for letting me speak.
4: You time, my friend. I got a question for Mike. Little well, off topic. So, MochaFest, yay or nay? W- it, w- weren't there two mics in here? Yeah, uh, um, the mic speaker.
2: Oh,
9: yeah. You there? Yeah. So, uh, I don't want to come off as biased. I would, I would say that. I guess I was naive in thinking that it was going to be more lifestyle uh, people there. I think they were mainly there for kind of like the headliner uh, events more so than the lifestyle. Cause I, I stayed at the Hito resort and everything and they had, uh, what was it? Like some of, some of the, the parties were over in that area. And I think they might've had one actually on the premise, but uh, as far as like the playrooms at the resort, it really wasn't that active. And I think it was because more of the people were there for mocha fest uh, and they were vanilla style. Oh yeah.
5: <laughs> Appreciate and, that info, man. Oh, so you weren't talking about splash mocha. This mocha fest is something different.
9: Yeah. yeah. The, the names are so similar. Um, that, that's what I thought as well. It's, it's slightly different it's definitely not splash mocha mocha fest uh they do them uh in jamaica and they do them in uh mexico but they what threw me off which is why i thought it was like splash mocha is because they do them at uh some of these resorts i guess they're sponsoring them and stuff like that but it's more so like a hip-hop concert type thing okay so it's got nothing to do with the lifestyle. No, but there were, like I said, there were some people that were there that were in the lifestyle, but just, I <laughs> they think they probably got confused. Too. <laughs> 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 it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> wait
5: a minute. <laughs> Where's the beat on right, my bro. money back? Yeah, like, wait a minute. Okay.
9: I didn't yeah, come to yeah, see nobody I was, on stage.
5: That's yeah. <laughs> the kind of show I was looking for.
9: <laughs> I, said, I definitely want to get back stateside. That way I can actually go to a uh, Splash Mocha event and everything. Well, sad to say, my brother, July is sold out. I have little space,
1: little space left for August, and I'm pushing Houston in November.
5: Selling like hotcakes, brother.
1: Selling like hotcakes. I try to tell these guys and I try to tell these couples once they post up, you have a two you have a one to two week window. And then from there you're on the waiting list. No lie. So
4: you know, <laughs> there's not gonna do after that. No, they're 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 definitely selling out faster, that's for sure. oh, oh
1: of course, you know. Uh, very, very big on that. Uh, again, no, it's not just, no, the whole staff, the team, the hotels, you know, it make one nice big bowl of soup that we all like and we tend to keep, keep eating from that same bowl. So why change the recipe? Just keep going to a different location, spreading the brand. And I'm all about it. But, you know, uh, I think this conversation was needed long overdue. And uh, I thank Chris for bringing that up. No, nah, you he appreciate you
2: it, man. It? He appreciate it. You know, anything else you want to add? No, no, no. It was a great conversation. You know, we had on a lot of topics and everything like that. I think people got educated more, I think. You know, people learn from other people's experience or, you know, heard from other people what they have to say because, you know, we all have different experiences and everything. So, nah, I'm good.
1: No, that's fine. Uh, I want to uh, also personally thank Ken for joining on to the podcast as well. And if you have any questions or concern, the curb your comfort, my brother, we are all here. You know, we all seasoned, certified, verified. I'd want to look at it. In this dynamic, and we are here to help you.
10: Thank you very much. That that goes very appreciated. You're more than
11: welcome. And I just want to say hi to Ginger Fire. Where is, is it over here? I'm looking down there. I see it right there. <coughs> oh, there she just said oh, hi. Yeah,
1: that's uh, I was talking about door her door. earlier. Yeah, I hope you're feeling better, beautiful. I'll bring you a bowl of soup, give you a booty rub. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I I tried to get Miss Juicy to jump in, uh, just say a few things since she's starting new. Uh, Next time, to be
11: continued. Wait, hold on. I definitely think this is a good conversation. Um, I think communication is the thing that's lacking the most. And I think, you know, as as sellers, we don't really get to get on and talk about you know, get on and talk about things like the experiences that we have, you know. Ladies will always hear us talk about, you know, all the great sexual experiences that we've had, but there's still a lot of ladies out there who just for whatever reason you know, have a hard time, you know, being able to get multiple dates with guys who they really like. And, you know, there's a variety of reasons that we can talk about. And it's, it's not an attack on the ladies. It's, you know, usually we get on here as the fellas and we talk about how we can make better experiences for the guys. But, you know, this is the lifestyle is is really a female-run lifestyle. And, you know, I, I have the privilege of listening to, you know, or, you know, sitting down there while they're recording a Dirty Girls Corner and listening to a lot of behind the scenes conversations with the ladies. And, you know, obviously the ladies that my wife run with usually don't have an issue because they're all, you know, they're all wide open and, and they're wild and they, I mean, they're they're very, very sexual creatures but I hear other women ask them or I see the messages that my wife get from other women who are saying, you know, why can't I get, you know, multiple play dates with guys? Why is it that, you know, I'm not really able to enjoy the lifestyle on a certain level. And really that question is really a question that should be directed toward, you know, guys who are willing to be honest. I mean, obviously you don't want to necessarily ask the guy you're fucking because it might hurt your feelings, you know, unless you're bold enough to, but you know, we're happy to get on and answer some of those questions, so you know if you ladies have questions, you know, feel free to shoot shoot us messages. you know there's you know the most of the guys who are on here, whether it's dimitri, uh Bishop, Mike over Keys and Anklets, you know we oh De John legendary, what's up John? you know. We, we all roll in a, a real tight circle and we all, you know, have these conversations amongst ourselves all the time. And one of the things that, you know, I've committed to, that Dimitri's committed to, that, you know, Micah Keys and Ankles is committed to, is answering the questions by answering them very candidly and honest. You know, and I think that even though I know sometimes the fellas tell me and my wife told me I come across a little direct you know, I feel like I would much rather tell some tell tell the truth and share those conversations that we have behind closed doors that a lot of ladies are never privy to, you know, so you can actually get insight into the mind of the guys that you want to have sex with and the guys that you want to consistently play with, you know, as opposed to the guys that some ladies keep dealing with. And I can hear behind the scenes that, you know, they're dealing with clowns or dealing with these inexperienced bulls or they're dealing with, you know, guys who can't, who don't have good sexual communication and comprehension skills. So, you know, we get on there, we like to get on here and tell you how you can take take a little more control because control is an illusion and ladies control the lifestyle. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, if there's, if there's
5: one thing I can say before you get out of here, uh, and this, I guess, is, is directed to any any woman that is is listening to this, and, you know, Kenzie spoke on it uh, a, a little earlier, and that is if you're playing with somebody and the, the dude is not doing it for you, it doesn't seem like he's reading your cues, reading your body, listening to you, don't hesitate to speak up. You know what I'm saying? Like, use your voice. You know what I'm saying? Don't just lay there and let him finish. If you're not getting out of the experience what you want out of the experience, say something. Because if you don't, that guy is gonna walk away thinking he put it in work. And then the next woman is gonna to have to deal with it because each time that happens, he gets more and more emboldened thinking that he's doing the right thing. So somebody's got to check him and school him and let him know. And I'm not saying you got to be rude about it, but however you choose to handle it, speak up and let him know, hey, hey, uh, you know, I'm not a nail. You're not a hammer. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not how I like it. So I just wanted to say that before we got out of here.
8: No, you are absolutely correct. By the way, I'm juicy, not neutral lifestyle. Just new to all of y'all.
5: Welcome, Hello, juicy. Uh,
8: thank you. Demetri Heard a lot about very you. Well. well, I'm hoping it was all good.
0: Oh, it was good. <laughs> I'm smiling when I say it.
8: Well, that makes me blush a little bit. <laughs> no, um, as far as parties go, I've been in situations. And Demetri has seen it um, multiple times with me that if I'm uncomfortable with something, I will meet very polite, make an excuse and get up and leave. I'm not going to sit there and let some guy try to break my back. I will even make a joke like, man, you break it, you buy it. I'm trying to get (laughs) him to understand you need to ease up because not everybody's made for 12 inches or eight inches or, you know, these big ass fucking Loch Ness monster dicks. Not everybody's built that way.
10: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thankfully
8: right <laughs> <laughs> I like to walk normally the next day
0: <laughs> well, I mean listen we, we appreciate that and and Mike has a great point you know and if if you're dealing with you should be able to deal with a guy who you can honestly just say you know and that's something that I really had to teach my wife when you know we go to parties and she'd be like oh my god that guy just killed me and I'm like, why are you letting the guy fucking kill you? Tell him he's killing you. Tell him to go easy. You know, if he can't take you saying that you're not you're not enjoying it, then he doesn't deserve the pleasure of your body because that's what you're All there right. for. You know, and if he's Plus, too sensitive, he definitely don't mm-hmm. get to enjoy the pleasure of your body.
7: Plus,
8: a woman's pussy goes dry if it doesn't feel good. So guys really should pay attention to that. Yeah. If we're tensing up, we're moving away from you, we're breathing real sharp and heavy, but it's not sounding you know, very enticing and erotic, stop. Ease up. Back off. You're obviously not doing it right. Or ask her what she wants done and then go about it that way. And if you have an ego problem, then just stop and leave. You don't need to be there.
0: Yeah. Do
9: would know it?
0: Yeah. So... I'm glad we finally got one ladies, and I see Ginger there as speaker. I haven't heard her voice. Well, I've heard her voice, but I haven't heard it today.
7: Hey there, can you hear me?
0: Oh, we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you?
7: I'm just sitting here listening, like I usually do.
0: I'm glad you. I'm glad you got on. I was talking about you earlier. I heard. <laughs> <clears throat> the, <laughs> this, this was doing
7: so hard? I'm doing good so here's so here's what the funny thing is and I've been debating whether to say this or not <clears throat> it's taken me and some of you know me to varying degrees but none of you on this call really know my wild side because <laughs> <laughs> that's not a challenge that's not a challenge
9: I
1: got your address now
7: <laughs> oh me too and it's not because I mean, my husband, he's like, oh, he's trying. he's been trying to encourage me for years. But just my upgrading and my corporate life, like if I want to be really naughty, I'll go somewhere where no one knows my name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to forget your name <laughs> because if you're not wild, I'm afraid to see you wild. <laughs> not sure if I'm rated for that level of wild.
1: oh man
0: so from from a woman's standpoint before we get out of here what do you consider number one a good sexual experience and if you do wind up with a guy who's not giving you what you need what do you do do you just take it or do you tap out
7: You know, I, have answered that question differently now than I would have in the, probably even a few months ago. I've just, I've just, I'm an energy person. I've been a yogi for like 20 years. I, I feed off someone's energy. To me, it has to be great sex. Otherwise, why are we even doing it? Right. So it has to be mutual too. Um, and if I'm not getting it and I can see that they are, I'll try to, like, maneuver, and, and at some point I'll, I'll, I'll try to make a, a diplomatic exit. Um, but it's an evolving process. I mean, to me, sex is, like, at least 50% mental, right, at least 30% um, technique, and maybe 20% equipment.
0: Hmm. Mm. Nice. Oh, I
1: was looking like
0: that. I like that. I like that. So that means you guys who are walking around there with dicks down your ankle, just because it's that big doesn't mean that it's gonna be pleasurable.
7: Oh yeah, and some and there are some guys who like they just like to tear the pussy up. That is what gets them off. And I finally told them, like, we're never going to play. We are not compatible. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, I like Juicy she said if you break it you bought it I like that
2: that's
0: funny right. I'm,
5: I'm sorry just to, just to throw, throw this in uh, a little movie reference but what she just said that it just reminded me of that scene in Harlem Nights where Eddie Murphy saw Jasmine Guy and came back to Rich and Rich was like how was it and he was like, she's dead. And Rich was like, beat the pussy up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is
7: funny.
1: <laughs> he was like, nah, she's really dead. <laughs> classic, <laughs> man. That's classic. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what you're talking about on YouTube, that
4: shit.
11: <laughs> <laughs> he was like, how was it?
1: She's dead. Ah, huh, beat the pussy up, huh? open <laughs> <rubbing> his eyes. <laughs>
4: Well, listen. All
2: right, Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris, if you're here, you know it's that time. Oh, shit, I'm trying to figure out what time it is. It's almost my bedtime Now I got to get up and get to work.
0: Well, we about to wrap it up. I think it's on you to wrap it up, though, Chris.
2: Uh, okay, well, hey, I hope everybody, you know, learned something from this and, you know, continue
0: to grow as a person as an individual you know in the lifestyle or in your regular you know life well we appreciate you jumping on today uh ladies we appreciate you jumping on um talking to us you know it's it's very important for us as guys to get your feedback too because uh like i said the women get to run the lifestyle i see one of my favorite people on there uh Megan, I know she can't talk because she's probably being a good mom right now with headphones in the ear, listening to some dirty shit. That's why we love her. I mean, my, my sweet wife was on earlier, but, you know, I think she's upstairs getting ready to crash and burn on us. Uh, besides that, fellas, thank you. Uh, Dimitri, I love when we get to do this. Uh, everybody go check out Keys and Anklets. Uh, you know, Mike's always doing something good. Uh, I actually got to do an interview, Mike, on his podcast for his uh, was it fourth year anniversary, Mike?
5: Yeah, yes, yeah. it was, my man. Yes, it was.
0: That was a that was a good good episode. You know, if you want to know a little bit more about Mike and I, he got into this thing and his his you know his origins. You know, go ahead and listen to that, and you know Bishop, that's. That's one of my that's one of my road dogs. We do a lot of do a lot of damage together. He does the damage, you know. I don't really do the damage. He breaks it, you know, and I try to see if I can put the pieces back together. Got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got look, I just for just so y'all know, I always fuck with him because every time he in town or every time we we in town, my wife is, is trying to trying to attack him and I had to tell him, like, look, man, you can't be fucking my wife that good, okay? You need to tone that shit down. Yeah. Cause then I gotta deal with it later, okay? <laughs> so I give him a hard time whenever I can <laughs> It's all love. It's all love. Don't worry, ladies, He's not gonna kill you. He he one of the superstars out there. You know, you got the you got you got the guys that'll take care of you on here.
1: Ain't no, just to close all out. Again, uh, it's always our beginning and our ending to entertain you guys as well as educate you guys. And if you have anything, any topic specific that you want to talk, share with us, hey, you can inbox us or DM How you want to do to get your point across. We are here to keep it going. Till next time, everybody. Love you guys and good night.
0: Good night, everybody.
1: Peace. Peace.